finding warmth when the cold outside reaches dangerous levels. People need a, a safe place, especially when it's cold, even when it's hot. So when it's, when it's that cold outside, it's very important for a person to be able to have shelter and be able to protect themselves against the elements. The doors at repairs of the breach open at 7 p.m. each night, but their capacity limit is 30. You start accepting people in here at 7. If you had to guess, what time do you typically fill that 30-person limit? I say at 7. Often in church, we talk about the feeding in general, uh, but we also talk about when Jesus fed the multitudes. And something I've had to remind myself and remind others that when they talk about how many people were fed, we say 5,000. The boy brought five loaves of bread and two fish. Well, at the end of the day, when they counted the people, they only counted the men, and they didn't count the women and the children, which meant even the boy that brought the bread and fish wasn't counted. But what does that say about people in society who are not counted? Within three years of release, two out of three ex-offenders are rearrested. Clearly, something is broken. It's time we strategize ways to prevent repeat offenses. Our brainstorming session starts now. Welcome to A Prisoner's Pardon. Hello everyone and welcome to A Prisoner's Pardon podcast. I'm your host, Michi J. Today we have something special. It's an event. This is about the event I went to over the weekend to Repairs of the Breach. It was their community day. Now, what is Repairs of the Breach? Repairs of the Breach is a refuge and resource center for homeless adults, and it's open six days a week. They believe in offering life-saving life-sustaining, and life-restoring programs. Some of the resources that they have is a clinic, housing, alcohol and drug counseling, food and nutrition, healthcare, mental health. They have things for children, teens, domestic violence, the re-entry program, as well as other services. Repairs of the Breach is located at 1335 West Valite Street in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I was at their center on Saturday for their community day, which was sponsored by the 4th Episcopal District, Sons of Allen. They joined forces with the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Inc., as well as the Common Grounds Institute, the St. Mark Church in Indiana, the Pirate Heart Ministries, as well as with Kidtown Daycare Center. Lastly, I cannot leave out who was there for the musical entertainment. And that was Mr. Pope. He's an inspirational recording artist out of Chicago who happens to also be a Chicago public school teacher. Okay, where was these type of teachers when I was growing up? Also, we had a special artist by the name of Quincy Harper, who was out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, who also was totally awesome in his lyrics. I'm still reeling from what he was saying. I will be interviewing those two in the coming weeks because both of them have stories and I want to take the time for you to hear how awesome their ministry is. This really should have been a paid event. I'm glad... <laughs> I did bring something, okay? I did bring a donation, and you can bring a donation at any time. I will have repairs of the breaches information in the show notes where and it has where you can go and donate 
clothes, money, whatever you want to donate. What I really got out of this whole event is don't forget to count the homeless. Last week, we talked about the juveniles and how it's a gateway. Homelessness is a gateway going in as well as coming out. So we cannot forget that. I like what Reverend Jerry Davis said. Who else are we forgetting to count? Reverend Jerry Davis said a lot of other things, and I'll let you hear what he said. But let me tell you who Reverend Jerry Davis is. He is the coordinator for the 4th District Sons of Allen. This is the African Methodist Episcopal Church. He's also the chairman of the board of the Common Grounds Institute. Now, the Common Grounds Institute focuses on helping people to get the skills needed in order to earn a living wage. He took the opportunity to serve here because his wife was also here as well. She's the regional director for the Central Region Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Inc., who happened to be having a conference in Milwaukee on Saturday. I like what he said about not forgetting about the homeless because we often do. Now let's jump into my interview with Revan Davis. I'm here at a function that's helping people, the homeless. I want to talk to the person who arranged this. He's going to give us his name, and why did he do this? So my name is Reverend Jerry Davis III, and I am the coordinator for the 4th District Sons of Allen of the African Methodist Episcopal Church. We exist to strengthen uh, the faith and uh, walk with the Lord of men and uh, offer fellowship, uh, opportunities and mutual support. Uh, part of our mission is to serve our fellow man and uh, serve humanity. And so we had an opportunity to serve in the city of Milwaukee. And when I was given a recommendation on where to serve, repairs of the breach. Uh, was the uh, place that was recommended to us. Now, it just so happens my wife is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated and is the regional director for the central region of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. And so their conference uh, this year was in Milwaukee. And as part of their annual meeting, the husbands, who they call honeydews, Honeydews, <laughs> yes. Uh, there are always activities for them. And so to be a support to my wife and to give the Honeydews uh, something to do and to be a blessing to the community, we look for a place that we could serve. And so uh, Repairs of the Breach was recommended uh, to us that we would come and uh, just be a blessing to the community. That is a great vision. I like that uh, honeydew because you know we always have this honeydew list. So, that's right. That's so right. It's the honeydew list. That's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So the husbands of AKAs, um, and, and there's a formal process that you actually go through a ceremony and get pinned um, as a uh, honeydew, and all of that is part of the the regional conference. Uh, process and other uh, meetings as well. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow, that is, like, that's a great vision. So what was you know you are the one that envisioned this? Like what sparked it? Like do you want to be a servant? And you know a lot of people want to be a servant, but they don't come up with this. <laughs> so everything I do personally has to do with what. The, the CDC, Center for Disease Controls, is calling social determinants of health. Mm -hmm. And what happens outside of a hospital 
that determines whether you live or die over and above what happens in the hospital. So I forget the exact percentage, but they tell us that about 20% of your life expectancy is dependent upon what happens in the hospital. 20%? About 20%. The other 80% has to do with social determinants of health. So your social determinants of health are things like food security, affordable housing, education, access to quality health care, and, and, and these sorts of things. Okay, see you next time. God bless you. God bless you. We'll see you next time. And so my passion is for meeting people where we are and doing those things that would help increase the quality of life and then expect extend the length of our lives as well. Now, as a pastor, I'm a pastor, and while there is value and while there is virtue in speaking to the spiritual person, there also has to be service to the physical person. And so this is an opportunity really for me to serve the physical person while at the same time we're serving the spiritual person. That's good because it's about, you know, we're known by love. That's our identifier. And our heart is softened to our fellow man, right, to be of service like our Lord, which we're celebrating this tomorrow. Um, the greatest love act of all, mm-hmm. which is giving his life. That's right. You know, and um, what greater love do we do when we um, give our life for our brothers? That's right. And I'm so proud to mm. be here as a sister in Christ mm. because we need our brothers mm. um, to be strong and to be able right. to uh, protect us. And, mm. and we are do- should be doing the same for them too and encouraging them. And women, I would say, do not be tearing men down with yes. your son. That's right. So, That's right. Praise God that you're here and you're being of service yes. um, for everyone here. Yes. So everyone, just so you know, we're on uh, 14th in the league. And you don't have to do a big thing like this. This is great. You can do anything. Like, what's some ideas like what people can do is just say hi and God bless you. Just being thankful. Absolutely. And so this event really is to be something that we hope to see imitated. Right? And so the fourth district of the African Methodist Episcopal Church is pretty much the Midwest of the country. So we're talking about Wisconsin, Michigan, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, um, South Dakota, Ontario, Canada, and it actually includes India. India? Yes. How did come in there? Okay, go ahead. Yes, so uh, uh, Bishop John Richard Bryant uh, had a vision for India and uh, started uh, an annual conference there, which is a branch uh, of uh, the 4th Episcopal District. And so what I've been very intentional about is saying that though we encompass the Midwest, we want to have big events in a local setting. And let that be something that is imitated in other parts where we serve. So what we're doing here in Milwaukee, we hope can be imitated in Michigan, can be imitated in southern uh, Illinois and the Chicago area and and, and across the uh, the entire Fourth Episcopal District. Something else that we were very intentional about is partnership. And so when the church goes out and, and does work and service, the church shouldn't have to go out and do it all by itself, right? Uh, but there are other organizations that have the same heart to serve. And so with uh, my wife holding her 
meeting in Milwaukee uh, and, and me having this position over overlapping geography, we said, well, I've got men across the Midwest uh, that I'm serving in this capacity of, over men's ministries. And she has this position uh, as the regional director of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. How can those of us who are a part of black Greek letter organizations come together with the church? And how can the church come together with Greek letter organizations to make a bigger impact than we would have made by ourselves? That's how it works. That's, that's how it works. And so you're right. It could be a large event like this. Um, it doesn't have to be that large. So as you say, uh, it is a word of encouragement. It is a matter of taking what you have and even allowing God to make an impact with what you have that you would not have made on your own. Mm -hmm. That's, that is very good. Um, and I always had that, like, why are churches partnering? Because you have to partner because you can't do everything. You know, that's why they say once you divide, you conquer. Because if they come together, you win. So the enemy knows exactly what he's doing when he splits people up and through anger, unforgiveness, stuff like that. So I like how you partner with your wife and support it. Like you're trying to see this is where we're going to be. And you strategically hit. And that's how you got to go at it. You got to have a, a particular target. And I think you did a wonderful job here. And you all can hear in the background, we have a lot of artists because. Guess what? God can use vessels coming through. God is, a, is about newness. He's not old. So with the words they've been talking about is facts. He's been preaching. He's just not in the pulpit, you know. So I encourage everyone to do likewise and imitate. Again, just give us your name, where you located. If someone want to talk to you and like, you know what, or donate something to your cause. Um, where do they go? Give Sure, so uh, I'm the pastor of Crossroads AME Church in Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, which again is within the uh, 4th Episcopal District, the overall uh, geography that I serve. I am also the chair of the board of the Common Grounds Institute. What's that? That is a 501c nonprofit mm -hmm. that focuses on workforce development, helping people get the skills that they need in order to mm -hmm. earn a living wage. Mm -hmm. And the Common Grounds Institute, along with St. Mark Amy Church here in, Indian, uh, in Milwaukee, along with Pierre at Heart Ministries, along with uh, Kid Town Daycare, and along with uh, repairs of the breach have all come together uh, for this event. Yeah, it's, it's a wonderful combination. <laughs> and so Kidtown Daycare actually uh, sponsored the lunch uh, that we were able to serve uh, up to 100 people today because of their generosity. And um, the nonprofit that I serve uh, donated uh, to this cause as well. So if anyone would like to uh, give to the cause, uh, we are on the GiveLify app, the nonprofit oh. Common Grounds Institute. Okay. You can go to the uh, GiveLify app and uh, you can give to us digitally that way. Yeah, we make it real convenient. <laughs> That's right, we make it real convenient. There's one other thing I want to encourage everyone about. Often in church, we talk about the feeding 
in general, uh, but we also talk about when Jesus fed the multitudes. Mm -hmm. And something I've had to remind myself and remind others that when they talk about how many people were fed, we say 5,000, mm -hmm. but it was, it was 5,000 men, mm. not to mention women and children. Mm. But it was also the case that the bread that was fed was brought there by a boy. <laughs> yep. The boy brought five loaves of bread and two fish. Well, at the end of the day, when they counted the people, they only counted the men, and they didn't count the women and the children, mm -hmm. which meant even the boy that brought the bread and fish wasn't counted. Mm. Deep. So, so, so what does that say about people in society who are not counted? Mm. Oftentimes the homeless are not counted. Mm -hmm. People who are poor are not counted. But oftentimes, they're the very ones who are bringing the resources need to feed the multitude. So what I, what I would encourage is, as we're going to serve, look for resources among the people you serve. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not always you who's bringing something to the table. Mm -hmm. And I think it's arrogant of us. I think it's arrogant of us. When we, when we drive our fancy cars and have our multiple degrees and, and all of that, we want to go and help somebody. Oftentimes, people have the resources needed to feed themselves and others. What they have just needs to be put in the right hands. And, and, and as that bread and fish was put in the hands of Jesus, it, it ended up feeding everybody. And so this, again, this is just um, uh, one event uh, among many. We want to have a long-standing relationship with the repairs of the breach. This is not a photo op. Mm. We've, we've come to serve and, and to be a blessing and uh, we want their relationship to continue and to encourage others to do the same and partner with them as they do. All right. Like, I love this because a lot of people do this for the photo ops. That's right. You know, I'm glad to be here because um, it's, I probably wouldn't be able to interview you. <laughs> But you see, you catch opportunities and mm -hmm. be ready for it. Mm -hmm. And God is searching back and forth, like who you can use. That's right. He's definitely using you. Yes. And just don't be, um, don't despise the small things. That's right. That's right. So in this. Is big in God's eyes. Oh, I'm yes, pretty sure absolutely. they're celebrating in oh, yes. heaven right now. Oh no, this, this I'm, I'm ecstatic um, over what we've been able to uh, to share today. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So don't get caught up in the hype right. with the world. That's right. That's you right. You got to be all big. And That's stuff. right. That's and right. You, you can make an impact right where you right are. Right where you are. So That's praise right. God. Thank you for letting me get in here. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that was great. Oh, that completes my interview with Reverend Jerry Davis. He is really making an impact in the community, but it's not just him who needs to be doing this, it's all of us. And remember what he said, that we can do the same thing, we can imitate him. So here are my takeaways. One is volunteerism. Serving the physical as well as the spiritual person. That's exactly what he said. So we must remember we need to be doing both. They go hand in hand. And we can just actually partner with people using the resources that's already available. My second takeaway is the social determinant health. That was something very different for me to hear. And he said that 20% is 
what we can do in the hospital, but the 80%, that social part, is what really makes a difference. That's the affordable housing, education, access to health care, food, and security. Those are what's mostly needed and what will help a person be healthy. My third takeaway is the importance of the arts. We've talked about this a little bit before because we've had artists on and artists who have been in prison talking about how much their artistry helped them to develop as a person. Next time we are going to be interviewing some artists. I hope to have Mr. Pope on soon as well as Quincy Harper. Both of them performed at this event. You can hear them in the background. You couldn't hear all the lyrics. I want you to meet them as well. So stay tuned for that coming up. Those are my takeaways. Thank you for listening. Till next time, God bless. Thanks for tuning in to the show. For more information on our guests and resources, visit prisonersparting.com. If you're enjoying the content, follow, like, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, please be sure to leave a rating and review. Until next time, God bless.